Hello! Welcome to the Impersonal Opinion Podcast. I'm Chandler Klebs. I'm here with George Ortega, WSD Time, Jamie Soden, Anthony Bishop, and Monique Lukens. And we're going to talk about things that will make the world better. Suggestions that we have about, you know, what things need to happen to, to reduce a lot of the suffering in the world and increase the happiness, that sort of thing. So I'm sure everyone has lots of different um, uh, different opinions on this, and I don't really care who goes first. So who, who feels like talking? Well, I right. had... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, oh. you go. All right, thank you. Ladies first. Is that yeah. a random comment or free will? <laughs> well, well you know, the funny thing about that, Monique, is you're the only lady, so I guess that by that rule you get to go. <laughs> All right. Well, but seriously, who... You're who who, who made that to be, ladies first? Seriously, was that random or was that, you know? <laughs> You're already talking like us, Monique. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not men first, you know? Although probably in some cultures it is men first, right? Yeah. You know, you know what I think the well, actually, rule is? Actually, that went down in history. The, the rule would. is if, if it's a social situation, if you're at a party, Ladies goes go first, probably because you guys are better looking than, than we are. And then if, if there's danger, if you're in the woods and stuff, guys usually go first in those situations. Okay. What about um, like places where the burqa is worn and like the women are like falling behind the men? What about in those areas? Well, I you know like I mean we can go. I'm looking forward to, for example, Hillary becoming our, our first female president because, like, I think it's not only even though I strongly disagree with I think that. it's dangerous. I think it's really harmful to have like men control like 85% of Congress and so much of the world because, like, according to the research, you know, we are so much more aggressive than women. So I think the more yeah. women in power, the better. Yeah, but at the same time, Hillary, she doesn't fit. She doesn't seem more electable to me. It's just, I looked at her past, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we need to have Monique be our first woman president. <laughs> be nice. Okay, it's thank not, you. All it's right, not because I'm she's a woman, it's because of what she, she it's her personality that just, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I know, but compare her to, like, the Republicans, dude. I mean, you know, uh, she, don't she's remind on the right me. side. <laughs> yeah, but don't remind me. <laughs> hey, Lord knows I don't want Trump in office. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, now, guys, remember, oh, let's, let's let Monique talk. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm just gathering all this information from you guys. Well, all right, so you asked what would make the world a better place. Well, you know, yesterday I did um, a sequel to my sexual assault awareness month event if you will recall i was doing something with a cosby survivor valerie i mean sorry uh, victoria valentino and uh, it was really successful and we were in a limo with signs that said you know end sexual assault in hollywood and everywhere um, but we didn't get to go to all the places that we wanted to in the limo because we ran out of time. So I took those posters, those same posters, and put it on my car last night. And I drove around with my former boyfriend for about mm, an hour. And we had people looking at the car, and we had a couple of people approach us. Now, one of the, um, the posters that I put on the car, uh, thanks to um, the, the former boyfriend, was... Uh, Quit porn, respect yourself and others. 
See, personally, like, I just wanted to stick to the sexual assault, but um, in some cases, I really do feel that that uh, pornography, and like the hardcore, I'm not talking, you know, pictures and whatnot, but I'm, I'm talking about the full-out intercourse where there's really some um, in, drastic stuff going on as far as I'm concerned, where, you know, other people are enjoying it. I really feel that people's bodies are being abused for other people to like get their their thrills off I you know and um anyway there was one girl who approached our car and she said yeah yeah I agree with you you know she was all against the assault and harassment and whatnot but she said but what about sex workers we can't judge them we can't judge them you know and I said well I'm not judging them I'm you know I just I feel concern for abusing their bodies and she was about to agree but my uh i'll just his name is joseph um he said he started talking about the bible he's very biblical and he he said oh well you know we want people to go to heaven and you know it's a sin i i didn't want to bring anything like that up because i purely wanted to speak about the abuse that happens in this industry and of course this girl not of course but she did get like nervous about the whole religious thing being brought up and she's like oh no sorry and she left the car so that was that was the end of that but um i would like to make the world a better place seriously by getting this sexual abuse um you know off of our uh, making making it like less of a um what's the word like a gratification to everyone i i think that sex is so like used as a trophy you know in media and relationships um and i'm not just talking like romantic relationships i mean like between men and men you know like debating like oh you know you know she, he's got the better girlfriend or did you get laid or and then this kind of stuff it, it's not just teenagers in college this like goes into adulthood unfortunately i mean not with like mature men but even with mature men you know behind the screen you know behind closed doors they're still clicking on things that are causing other people to be drug users stds you know suicides i think that people in the pornography industry probably have one of the higher um, suicide rates, you know, and or like drug users, uh, drug abusers in any like industry. So when you say, how can we make the world a better place? I'm really concerned because this is like spreading um, more and more. But they just came out with a study that, um, who was it? There's someone, some organization just came out with a study that said that it's actually, um, a public health uh, concern. It might have. It might have been a religious um, organization. I'm not sure. But did anyone hear that? And what are your opinions of of this? I mean, look, I'm not against people fantasizing whatever, like you know, in their own personal space. But when it comes to actually putting others on the platform in order for them to have their fantasies and make people abuse one another. I think that we've really gone too far. And this is like a billion dollar industry 
So I'm um, I'm really hoping that you guys have an have an answer to this. And again, I don't I'm not into censoring for censoring's sake, but I am when it comes to abusing other people. So that that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, you have to um, ask the question whether or not sex is a mistake of evolution, George. I mean, there's so many problems that come with it. Don't you agree? Well, I mean, I'm not sure we. I mean, like you know, because we, you know, we, we it, I mean, it's. Well, you need it for procreation, it's pleasurable. But Monique, I have to agree with you. In other words, like human beings are not designed to be kind of like, you know, in that turned on state all the time. Fine, you know, when we're with somebody and, you know, you know, whether within marriage or, or in a relationship, whatever, then, then that's fine. But like, you know, you're right. I mean, like these advertisers, the media, the porn industry just puts it out there. And and yes, it, it is a health concern because like the more it's out there, there the more people, not just guys, but women also, they, 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 they walk around turned on more, and that leads to having kind of like more sex with people they probably shouldn't be having sex with, and that, that leads to more STDs. So it is a health concern. Yeah, it's, it's a serious health concern, and I do think that is a, an often overlooked problem, even though it's such a big problem, all the, all the, the rape and, and sexual assault and, you know, STDs and unwanted pregnancy. All of these are, like, really awful things that most people are too afraid to talk about. And, Monique, what you said earlier... He, unwanted I, pregnancy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. But, Monique, what you said earlier about how it got turned into a religious thing, like, your, was it your ex-boyfriend or whatever that wanted yeah. to bring religion into it? And, see, here's part of the problem that I've encountered, is that once somebody identifies there is a problem... Then some religious person will often want to go on a crusade talking about how sinful the world is and why they all need Jesus and that that'll just fix everything. So the problem is people – this this is what how God. it looks to me is that people, they want to deny that problems are going on because they don't want to get into discussions about morality because then they have to argue with religious people and it gets really messed up. And so I haven't been able to break past that barrier. You know. Actually, could I um, uh, say something at all? Um, yeah. Actually, I was uh, reading a while going back, and I read a little bit of the Quran, sometimes the English one and that, because I've got one of those uh, to do with uh, the Muslims and all that kind of stuff, and also I read the English uh, Bible and all that as well. And, it, yeah, it kind of dictates um, a few things in the Bible and the Quran. It's basically, in the Quran I was reading, apparently, um, it's basically it's trying to say that, basically, if you... Uh, rape someone that technically they have the rights uh, well the the actual victims have the right to forgive that person or they can marry them and I'm thinking who the hell come up with that in the Bible in the first place <laughs> yeah they did come in there's a part in the Bible that yeah you you have to marry your rape you know, the person that raped you so to be honest in a way you get pregnant religion, about it. yeah, yeah, right, yeah in a way rich. religions pretty like it's going beyond anything that's ever oh, been yeah. like written down before, and it's like it's really bad. I mean, in, I mean, there's some good things to it. Oh, thou shalt not steal and all that kind of shit with the Ten Commandments. I'm, I get that those um, are correct and all that. But then again, I mean, if say there is a God and He is the one who writ the Bible, got people to write the Bible on His behalf. Then why the hell is he writing shit like that in the Bible or the Quran or whatever it is? Yeah, the problem also with the porn industry <laughs> is like, you know, it was the the laws, you know, about pornography and all that stuff 
were written by men. They were written a long time ago when men, you know, in power, especially the politicians, had far less concern for women than even they have now, and they don't have even enough now. I think, like, you know, like, women earn, what, 75, 80 cents for every dollar a man earns and stuff. So, yeah, I think that's another reason why I think we need a lot more women in politics. Like, if there were more women in politics, I think you'd see a change. I think you'd see that, like, fine, they may have to, like, there's First Amendment rights, you know, some kind of pornography, but it shouldn't be at, at the level it, it, it's at. It's just, it, it's not healthy for, for people to go around, you know, just like, you know, in, in that frame of mind all the time. Yeah, you know, um, George, what, what I think is that as people are in that hyper mode where everything in their whole culture is is designed to sexually um, stimulate them in order to get money from them or who knows what, it I think that that takes away from their brain power in other areas that they might be doing, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, it does. Actually, there's a study that men that consistently and I and it was men. It wasn't women. It was men. The study. Uh, so who can you actually went down? I don't know. You can you can Google that. Yeah, uh, Monique, you cut out. You would say the last statement again. Oh, I, I said I said there was a study I heard on a news radio show that said that men it wasn't men and women, just men who frequently um, view computer porn. Their IQ went down. There was just Oops. a study I heard it a few months ago. Interesting. Interesting. So you're right, right. Schindler. Yes. I mean, Wait. I'm talking uh, like a lot, you know. Can, in, in, Wait, your IQ go down for watching porn? Yeah, I'm serious. Damn, yeah. I should be dumb as bricks then. Yeah, did you say <laughs> IQs goes down? Well, I think mine's below zero by now then. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Because I watch too much of that, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> See, one, mine's like one of the 0. Reasons... 0%. <laughs> Guys, here's one of the reasons porn is like not even beneficial to people who watch porn. Because like, if you're watching porn, you're kind of like getting physiologically satisfied with a computer or a book or something, which means you're not like taking the energy and the initiative to go out and and and, and you know um have a relationship to to meet a woman, get a girlfriend and wife and stuff. You know, so it, it makes people more unsocial. Huh. Yeah, it's Think kind of, about it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, George. And and here's what's kind of weird. Like, I have sort of mixed feelings about that because on one hand, um, yeah, it does seem like that would make people more, more unsocial and that they would just be at their computer and getting sexually stimulated that way. But, here, but here's another thing is that sometimes I, I'm afraid, like, let's say that if, um, if you know, if computers and all other all sorts of different forms of access to pornography went down my question is would those same people then seek really bad uh, types of relationships where they actually would just go out and rape people or something that's what I'm afraid of like I no no because like you got to understand Chandler like this pornography it, it excites people people aren't designed physiologically socially culturally to be, to be thinking about sex all the time it's only when it's out there that people start thinking about it so much, and that's when it builds up. You know, I mean, if they weren't like, thinking about it. You know, to be honest, only time I think about it, only time I think about it, if I can't, um, if I can't get a girl, I just go on porn and just maybe that. That's it. 
Yeah, get your fixation and shit on there. Yeah, I don't do it all the time around the clock. No. It just. Yeah, but like George Ortega right. mentioned earlier in the podcast, um, the only reason sex truly exists on a practical level is to procreate, really. Well, no, I mean, it's also enjoyment. I mean, it's like, you know, when you're a couple, like, there's there's intimacy. It, it, it brings people together. But, but again, like, you know, it's supposed to, you know, I think ideally, I think STDs, I mean, like, they're kind of like a hint that, you know, people should probably be monogamous. People shouldn't be sleeping yeah. around with a lot of I people. Agree. Yeah, it's a hint. Yep. It's, a, it's a hint. And look, here's the thing. I'm, I mean, there's a lot of people that are against uh, relieving yourself completely. I'm not so sure about that. I mean, there, there has been studies that say there's health benefits to that. But actually, watching two individuals who have been paid strangers to do this, I think that that's abuse of their bodies, and we shouldn't be uh, buying into that. You know, I think that that's wrong. I think that most people, you know, um, can fantasize just in their mind. And, you know, it's like a little bit uncomfortable to talk about this because I personally wouldn't be one. I wouldn't want some stranger to fantasize about me in that way. But I can tell you right now, I would rather them fantasize about somebody than actually have two strangers coming together and all the stuff that goes along with that hardcore video pornography. You know, a lot of those um, people, the men and the women, were abused as as children. That's why they get into it, number one. Um, and then, you know, what? regardless, a lot of them do die of, uh, of drugs. They do, if they even make it. I mean, they... You know, there's some places now that have protection. They have to use protection now. But still, um, you know... Getting, I mean, to be graphic, getting the semen on them, like, you know, like they, they put it on their face, the women's face and stuff. What if that goes into the eyes? Like there's no protection on the eyes. I mean, it just seems to be very um, de degrading. And for, for people to, again, buy into that as a commodity, you know, if you're doing it at home and you're just thinking about something, you're not putting dollars towards anything, but you are putting dollars towards two people abusing themselves or three or four, you know, and then actually having it on film, you know, these rape scenes that are turning people on. That's that's even worse. Uh, actually, uh, so that that's what I wanted to, to talk about. I also want to mention, since you brought it into the politics, this whole thing with sexual assault. Um, you know, a few years ago, there was a Republican, I think even the Republican Party got upset with him. There was some Republican that said, if women get raped, their body has some sort of normal tendency to shut down, not to get pregnant. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that. was that. true. If that, if that was true, that was true, that impression shouldn't have happened. And that happens every day. You know how the, the rapists get um give their um seed to the um woman and they have a child by this rapist? That wouldn't happen if that was true. Right. So it's obviously not true, but I remember that there was a guy named Todd Aiken who said that and he believed that. Um, and I, I don't remember exactly, but he believed that based on some source that he he must have got that from. And clearly, it's not true, but. You know, obviously it is true that people get pregnant from rape. And see, and there's something else I want to say about what you were talking about earlier, Monique, is what does it say, you know, about people who, that they get pleasure from violence, you know, like sexual violence? Like, why would that, 
why would someone want to see that? I mean, because, you know, violent people being hurt is not damaged. pleasant. It obviously means they're mentally damaged. I mean, they, they've probably yeah. been exposed to that at a very young age, you know? And this yeah, is why, that's why... This, Sorry, this go one, ahead. This is one of the reasons why I don't agree with religious or the death penalty advocates, um, you know, where they want to respond to this type of thing with, you know, killing the rapists, because... First of all, that's not really going to be an effective deterrent. I mean, if it really were an effective deterrent, then the crime rates would have been extre extremely low in the countries that do have the death penalty, wouldn't it? Actually, Simon, we're talking about uh, rape and all that kind of shit. What to do is, um, right, I've got a post here. I want to send this uh, via the thing here. I want you to check this out. It's about this, um, um, and. this Stephen Fry. He basically reckons that a kids who are abused as children and stuff, it's their fault. And I think it's absolutely disgraceful oh. the way celebrities can say shit like that about children. Really? You actually said something like that? Yeah, look, have a look on the post. I've uh, sent it to all of you. I should uh, be on that. I didn't, didn't uh, realise, Stephen man. Fry. Sorry. I didn't yeah, realise. And, and basically, I think, to be honest, there should be something done with celebrities who get to this point because they think they've got say all the rich and powerful money and all that kind of shit they think they've got the rights to say what they like but there was uh, he got actually slandered for this uh, on one of the websites of saying that he shouldn't have said that because it's a uh, bad shit like he said and i think to be honest right i don't agree with him at all i think to be honest uh victims don't um have a say in it they just get victimized and raped of course i i agree they, they do get victimized you know how crazy it's gotten oklahoma this is in the news just um yesterday um today there was a woman who was intoxicated to the point that she was unconscious and she was raped and the Supreme Court in Oklahoma ruled that it wasn't a rape because she was unconscious. I mean, this is insane. You know, again, huh? it, yeah, it's in the news. If you go to, like, you know, one of the liberal progressive websites, it's, you know, over the last couple of days. I mean, this, this is how far it's gone. And again, it's, thank goodness it's not everywhere. Thank, you know, a lot of it is it's in these deep Republican states where they just have it. It's kind of like Trump. Trump has, like, a... a Profound disrespect for women, and when you have all these political leaders that, that feel the same way, you know, not only do you have laws that are skewed uh, toward like letting men get away with stuff that uh, we shouldn't get away with, but it just like it skews society in general. You know, just like you know, if you have like, for example, in a relationship, right? If you're going out with a woman, if you're a guy, right? I think ideally, ideally, it, uh, it's it's best if if you share power. You know, she gets the say in certain things, you get the say in, in certain things, but it's kind of 50-50. And that's the way she worked, like, in a, in a family, that's the way she worked in the world, you know. But but because men have been in, in power for so long, you know, men have so much po more power, and it just, it, it unbalances everything. Yeah, but George, the, what I was trying to say about re religious people and Republicans who advocate violence in response to this kind of thing is that's not going to work. The only way you're going to truly... Um, greatly reduce sexual abuse and rape is by understanding the causes and eliminating the causes because it's a psychopathic thing. Somebody well, what part of the, I mean, they, that's what we're talking about. Things. I know, we're they talking about pornography. Things. We're talking about selling sex. That's what a lot of people do. They sell sex yeah. as a commodity and they don't care how it hurts people. They don't care how it hurts society. I know. That's what I know. I'm that's the, yeah. And one of the reasons they commit these things is because they believe that they won't be caught. Yeah. 
I have a question, guys. Could it be that the reason there is so much, you know, rape, sexual assault, all this sort of stuff, could it be caused by the fact that sex is used to, to make money in the industry so much, that it's used to sell everything, and people are being overloaded with this stuff so that the brain is thinking about that all the time, so that might actually lead to more of this stuff happening due to the environmental factors? That's part true, Chandler, but the other the other reason uh, there's so much rape going on is because they find it so pleasurable to the point where they just don't care about the person they're doing it to. That's the psychopathic element. Yeah. And, you know, or while we're talking about pornography, the other component in society that, again, I mean, you know, I tend to be a liberal, but, I, you know, I think liberals, I think we go way overboard in, in protecting free speech. And another, another is like people are violent, not not because of the pornography to, per se, but also because there's so much violence in the media. You know, you, you can't turn on the TV for half an hour without seeing, at least in a commercial or something, you know, two, three people getting killed and stuff. It's insane. You know, so like, so then what happens is you get, you get a lot of guys, especially, who watch not just the pornography, but a lot of violence. And then in, in their, their, you know, their demented minds, it, it gets mixed up. That's you know, it. So this, is what, this is what causes the psychopathic uh, mentality where they just believe that they're entitled to sex no matter what. Mm -hmm. and this is the kind of thing that we need to get rid of, this mentality that they have a right to women's bodies, that, you know, regardless of ethics, whatever. All right, yeah. so what do you guys think is the, the, the answer to this? You know, so we, we, we've, we identified the problem. What, 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 can, what, what needs to be done? Well, at, we, before we start uh, resolving things, and I hope we can and by the end of the show, <laughs> that would be nice. Um, I, I also wanted to mention about the Republican standpoint with uh, abortions. You know, I'm a vegan, and I don't like to see any creature pass away. So, you know, I'm not into pregnancy terminations. But I will say that if someone was sexually assaulted, and does be you know there's a chance of them getting pregnant i mean personally i would have to like you know take a pill the very next day or a few hours and that would be it i would not be able to for nine months carry some violent predators child around now i understand that there are um there are situations where they're so traumatized the women that they don't they don't do anything, and by, but, you know, five months goes by, and they're pregnant, and that's really, like, sad, because now it's like, are you going to terminate a creature that's five year, five months old and, you know, inside the womb, but still has, like, the central nervous system, whatnot, you know, but I'm saying, you know, let, let's forget about that scenario. Let's just say that someone, God forbid, or whatever you believe in, for, forbid this, Someone gets assaulted, you know, and someone takes a pill and that's it. You know, I do believe that life begins when the, the, the zygote forms, but nonetheless, there's no central nervous system at that point, And I do feel that it should just be stopped at that point. Otherwise, everyone would be having like, you know, their rapist babies and stuff. This would be like prehistoric times practically. And with the Republicans, they, I would say that in politics, most of them say no, 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 no. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is, you know, th 
the abortion thing would, a lot of it would be solved. Uh, and they're always talking about abortion, 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 abortion. I can't stand it. You know, they're always talking about that, that engages. And so and you know, much. Yeah. But Monique, it's like, if, if we stop the sexual assault, you know, we would eliminate some of the needs for those pregnancy terminations. And the Republicans. You got to understand that the Republicans, they're basically, they say they want to end abortion, but they don't. And the reason I say that, because like for the last 45 years, they've had five uh, justices on the Supreme Court. They've had the majority. They could have reversed Roe v. Wade anytime they wanted to. But the reason they don't is because like a lot of people are Republican because of abortion. In other words, if, if the Republicans ended abortion, then a lot of people would have no more reason to, to vote for Republicans. But I, I understand your problem. I'm, I'm, again, I'm ordinarily a staunch liberal, but I think the Democrats, liberals, picked the wrong fight. I think instead of like making, you know, I, I, I agree with you completely. Somebody's like, you know, incest, you know, rape and stuff like that, you can't force a woman to have, you know, somebody's child like that, that's, that's horrible. But in, yes. in order to in order to minimize sure. abortion, because I think we all agree that it's like you know we shouldn't be aborting kids and all. But in order to minimize abortion, you got to look at w w one of the reasons like women have abortions. For example, like women sometimes are very young, very poor. You know they have no idea how the kid would be taken care of, and that's why a lot of kids are aborted. So like I think the real fight is like if any woman gets pregnant, you know that 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 the, the child they should be supported you know, as much as it needs to be, you know, like a, a woman should never have to worry that her kid's not going to have enough food or enough clothing or anything. Yeah, I, I agree there, George. See, here's, here's the thing about it. What people are missing in this whole debate is that this isn't like, you know, women are just waking up one morning and deciding, oh, I'm, I'm going to get pregnant and have an abortion. It doesn't happen that way. And I, I like to explain it in terms that, that society um, is actually making the problem worse because, first of all, nobody really wants to talk about, about sexual assault and all the over-sexualization like Monique is bringing up. And I think that's good, Monique, that you bring it up because, like you said, to the extent that that's reduced, there's reduced abortions too, and that's a very good thing. So yeah. that's why we can't ignore this, and we have to find whatever solutions we, we can to, to, to stop people from ever coming to the point where they want to rape someone. Yeah, but they do. And while I don't advocate capital punishment, I do think they should put the rapists in prison for a lot longer than they currently do, because sometimes they just get. They don't really. I mean, how are you, how are you supposed to deter like, rape on a practical level? If a rapist only gets like eight years in prison or something like that. You know? Yeah, especially when the women do it. Yeah. Trust. Well, actually, what they should do is roll like with their rapists and all that. I, I mean, mean if, if they're convicted rapists from the start and they've been convicted before and then suddenly they go back on the street, why not just give them a fucking pill to stop their hormones and stuff and then that get, won't give them the uh, yeah, well, ability to do it in the first place? Physically, or physically castrate them, cut their balls off or something. One, one, thing, <laughs> one thing that most people don't realize, I mean, whether it's rape, <laughs> abortion, pornography, I mean, mm. the, the, the problem that, that it, politicians will, will never talk about this because they're just not smart enough, but think about this. Human beings have been on, on this earth for thousands of years. Like, I think yeah. human beings at least 30,000 years, right? And, yeah. like, within most of that time, 
what happened is like, you know, uh, a woman turned 15, 16, 17, a man turned 15, 16, 17, and they would begin to mate at, at that age, right? And so like, you know, so, so then, you know, what, what happens now is all that process has been delayed because people say, oh, no, you got to graduate college, you got to gra graduate, you got to get a job and all. So a lot of people aren't having, you know, regular sex, aren't getting married, aren't starting families until their 30s or sometimes their 40s. And what happens then you've got all this pent up sexual energy that should have been released, you know, when, when you know, starting in, in, in late um, adolescence and it, it's all delayed. So, again, like this is this is a problem that like. And, and and nobody talks about this. It's like it's, I don't yeah. know what to when do. When you leave about it too it. late, George, I agree uh, with you. If you leave it too late, then um, what happens it, is you and and that, for example, when people are satisfied, you know, like back again, maybe ten thousand years ago, right? You know, when 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 eighteen year olds were were mating at that point, you know, and then ho hopefully they stayed together. You know, they were monogamous. Then all of a sudden, you know, there would be no market for pornography. Because people would be in, in, in relationships where their needs would be getting fulfilled. And that's the problem. So now because like, you know, we've got become so materialistic, you know, people are saying, oh, no, we need like we need this and this and this and that before we start a family. And, and you know, then then, you know, it's this delay of this very, you know, powerful, natural instinct that we have that, that creates this demand for it, that the pornography then, then fills. I mean, I agree yeah. with you definitely there, uh, George, actually, definitely agree. I mean, it's like back, was it 30,000 years ago, but when you had the, was it the Neanderthals? I think that's how you pronounce them. Uh, like the first, is it? The first humans that came on there uh, before uh, we came along. Anyway, apparently they were sexually active a lot, and they used to just go around pulling hair and all that kind of stuff and doing whatever, and now it's just becoming like trending into our times now as proper humans and ever all the humans one well, all of them a uh, percentage of them thinks they've got the rights to do exactly the same what they uh, supposed to have done back well actually did do back in the neanderthals days about 30,000 years ago but and to yeah. be honest it's also to do with publicity as well i've noticed like when you watch tv programs or adverts it's always got something with um, sexuality in it uh, or like um, music videos uh, as well I mean, that kind of explicit, um, the identity of like people saying, oh, well, basically, we're going to put loads of sex uh, videos on TV, like in music videos. I mean, it's like um, musicians do it as well. And I think what they're trying to do is publicize it. So people think it's all right. And, that, and I think, to be honest, if there was a lot of sex cut out of music videos and videos itself, it would probably be a lot less cut down on it. Yeah, because there's too much sexualization in the media, and then like young people pick up on that, and then right, I agree with you completely, George, about what you said about late adolescence and um, early adulthood. I mean, this is when people are supposed to be having sex, not when they're like in their 60s or 70s, because that's when menopause and freaking um, erectile dysfunction start. Yeah, they close down. Even in the 30s, I mean, the, you know, again, when when people are waiting. To have kids for, or to get married in their thirties—that oh, that no, means a I'm lot of people are not having sex. Kids. You mm. know, so like you know, when people don't have sex, that that's a pressure that builds up, and that's why the porn industry thrives. If, if people were like you know, getting married, starting raising families in their late teens, early twenties, there would be no porn industry because you know, you know, people would be in, in relationships. 
Yeah. Me? But at the same time, when you sexualize uh, the media too much, then um, people who are too young pick up on that, and it ruins their lives. So what Anthony said was there was correct. We need to lessen the... Um, how should I put it? You know these music videos where they... Um, what's the right word I'm looking for, Anthony? But the media and all that. Yeah, it, yeah. You see these music videos with uh, women who are dressed like really half naked and all that kind of shit and flaunting themselves on that. Yeah. And it was that, like, yeah. um, uh, there's that one. Uh, is it Miley Cyrus? Um, that girl there. Um, mm -hmm. the Apparently, it was. I was watching one of the videos and it was so disgusting. She was like bending over while this bloke was like dancing around her backside, huh. and I think to be honest, that is just like way off the fucking limits. I mean, to be honest, they should be taught how to um, do things properly, the music videos, and cover themselves over a bit more in that. And then you wouldn't get teenagers getting sexually aroused by it because there would be not anything to um, help them to prevent them uh, to do it that way, anyway, to get them sexually aroused. Yeah. It's not sex itself that's the problem. It's, what, it's when people go overboard with it. That's what yeah. George is trying to say, you know? Yep. And yeah. trust me, in the years I've been in high school, in those years back in 2002 when I was in high school, trust me, all those kids, all I heard was sex. Sex, 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 sex. That's all I heard in church. Yeah. <laughs> me and Chandler were Yeah, no, 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 in church. Yeah, you hear it in church, but not in the way you think it would. Not the same way you hear it in high school, trust me. Yeah, but yeah, me and Chandler. I, I, I missed high school. I was homeschooled. <laughs> me and Chandler would sometimes talk to each other about this and wonder whether this was a uh, mistake of evolution. Because, like we said, there's many pro problems that come from sex and stuff. And I don't mean this in a religious way. Uh, religious people, they take it a step further and they try and blame people for sexuality. They say that you're a sinner for mm. fantasizing about this and that and third, you know. Yeah. Um, blame, doesn't, blame doesn't help anything, does it? Um, no, it, it really doesn't. And see, yeah, here's the deal. Because people believe in free will, you know, that's part of the problem. They think people choose what they what they feel or do sexually. And what's tricky about it is that no matter how we talk about it, we realize it's not satisfactory because you either have to look at it as a mistake of evolution at, or, you know, as a, something that went horribly wrong that caused a lot of pain that um, – that, that some animals reproduce through sex, um, but then you are, or but from a religious context, it's even worse because then you have this great puppet master, which is designing all the suffering and Agreed. all the problems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's the problem I'm trying to uh, mention. Um, religious people take it too far, and they say that you're they they demonize people basically, especially if like they're gay or whatever. They say. Oh, you're an evil person who is an abomination to God, and you're you're gonna burn in hell for eternity for doing such and such and such. This is what's harmful, you know, telling people that they are sinners for fantasizing. Or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Why the girl left the car yesterday after liking the signs, but then you know when she was told it's a sin and whatnot, she left, and um, it's just it's it weighs upon too much at that point. I just want to come from it at a logical, compassionate standpoint. Did we get any resolutions while I was off the air? I'm, apologies, guys. My computer overheated in the car. 
Well, George was explaining, I don't, I don't know if we came to a resolution or not, but George was explaining part of the problem about how society has changed, whereas people used to be younger when they, when they got married and had kids and all that. They used to be much younger for a long time, in, but now it's in this weird thing where, oh, no, you've got to go through high school, you've you got to go, go through college, you've got to get a job, you've got to be engaged for five years to get married, you know, and like... The society has changed. George was explaining that, and it should be on the recording at least, so you'll be able to catch what you missed while you were disconnected. Great. And and George, the, the thing with that is a lot of the rape actually happens in college, as you're all aware. I mean, wasn't there just an article in, what was it, Time? Yeah. Or news? Yes. Uh -huh. So, and, and when that happens, that really affects, uh, you know, most of the time it's a woman, not all the time, but it really affects their life forever. You know, not to mention, mm -hmm. like, the time that they're in college and they're trying to study and focus. And, unfortunately, some of the colleges, they don't own up to it because they want to have a good reputation and they don't want people to not bring their child to their school or they won't get their tuition money. So, yeah, you're right. It's like people have a longer time to fool around and date and, and whatnot. And in the meantime, you know, this, this porn is being directed at them, you know, the in college age and up. Yeah, in some instances of rape, uh, sometimes they spike their drinks and then take advantage of the people. Why it's also like in colleges, drugs. I mean, they really demand a lot from from students and a lot, a lot of students are stressed out. So a lot of times, you know, like exercise, uh, sex and all can be a release for students. So like if they focused on making college not so, you know, um, anxiety provoking i think that you know that would pe when people are more calm more relaxed they just you know aren't as aggressive yeah i, I mean, mean it's like that um that young kid uh, for instance the one over is it california the one that shot uh, these people in the street and the reason he shot them uh, and then killed himself was his name elliot rogers apparently killed himself because he couldn't hack it because he wanted a girlfriend and yeah. like the women turned him down, so he had to go out and kill people. And I think, to be honest, there needs to be a standard uh, to help people before they even do something like this. Yep. Yeah. One of the re one of the reasons why Elliot Roger was the way he was, it could be argued to do with his upbringing, because um, a lot of the time when people are misogynist and stuff, that comes from family values or from their peers, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I, here's, here's the thing is, isn't this, isn't it really sexism? Um, isn't it sort of like misogynistic, the idea that women are, I mean, they're usually the victim of these kind of things. And I, li I like to compare it to, you know, women are treated this way, blacks are treated this way, other non-human animals are treated this way. It's, it's sort of weird, the fact that some other living thing is just viewed as something to use and abuse in any way. It really upsets me. Yeah, it's the same thing with like animal cruelty. Sometimes animals are tortured for the sole pleasure of being laughed at by some psychopath. You know? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, all right, because, yeah, I'm, I'm a vegan. I've been a vegan for years. And, like, you know, think about it. If anybody knows about the, the, the farm, factory farm industry, and we know that those animals are being tortured day in and day, day out. So if like if whole societies, whole countries 
could care less about that. You've got to know, you've got to expect that they're going to be equally callous toward people, you know, or, or you know, yeah. I mean, you, you can't be so cruel to, to these, these, I mean, like every, everybody knows, for example, like dogs feel pain, cats, cats feel pain, right? I mean, people, a lot of people understand pigs, you know, are actually more intelligent than, than, um, than dogs and cats. You know, how, how, how do people like believe that these animals aren't feeling pain? It's, it's, it's beyond, beyond, uh, my God, it, you know, you can't explain it. It's hypocrisy on the highest Actually, level, George, because okay. people will try and justify the slaughter and the torture of like animals for whatever. But when it comes to human beings, or they'll say they'll sometimes be- there were um or higher um food chain. Yeah, the liberals tend to favor human rights over animal rights a lot of the time. I'm not saying all liberals do, but some do. Yeah. Actually, trust me on this, though. I mean, animals do have feelings the same way as uh, humans and all that. I mean, um, I mean, I've turned vegetarian for one reason only, and I've been vegetarian since 2012. And it was the reason I had to put my dog down. Uh, and why I put my dog down is because she was too ill and all that, and she couldn't walk. So it was humanely, uh, well, justified to put her down in that way because... She, she had heart problems, liver problems, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, as a human being, I thought I would be doing the best favour of putting her out of her misery. Anyway, when I uh, got her put down before, um, I saw some tears in her eyes. And I don't know if it was the tears of her being in pain and all that, or if it was the fact that she had, uh, like, human uh, thoughts in her side her, and that she didn't want to leave. And, like, it really upset me to that point where I just turned vegetarian because of it and i actually feel much better now because i don't really like animals uh, at all getting tortured or killed i think to be honest people who um i mean they say oh uh, animals are animals and monsters and all that but the thing is if you think about it humans are the actual monsters here they're the ones that's going around torturing these animals so who's the real animal here is it the actual animals itself or is it the humans, the animals, who are going around bloodthirsty and all that? Yeah. yeah animals have been killed for their fur and ivory and all sorts. And this is just so wrong. And a lot of the time, the poachers just get away with it, don't they, George? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, George made a point earlier that if people can be that callous and that they will do, you know, they continue to torture farm animals for meat or, or, or dairy or you know, or killing for fur or whatever they do, all the ways they, they hurt these animals and kill them. If they're, if they're going to do that, then why would they care if some woman gets raped somewhere? Because if they just plain don't care who gets hurt, then the species, why would the species matter? So it's about just, it's about empathy. It's really about just realizing someone feels pain. I wouldn't want that done to me, so why would I, why wouldn't I try to stop it or stop doing it if I could, you know? Chandler, you've just hit the nail on the head, and I think that that's, that's mm-hmm. it for the animals, rape, and the porn. People are getting hurt in porn. They truly are. And, of course, every job, if you want to call porn a job, but every job has its risk uh, factors. However, I really don't feel that most jobs have the abuse that this porn industry has on 
all different levels. I mean, sure, if you are, um, I don't know, like a, a scuba diver searching for things underneath, you have the risk of something going wrong with your equipment and drowning or whatnot. But I mean, it's just, it, it's still, it's not like abusing the body like day in and day out with like foreign liquids that can, you know, contain disease. Um, so the, the liberals, as you were saying, George, I think that they go a little bit too far sometimes on this free speech because it's really not free speech at this point. It's like abuse. So and now now with I don't know whatever organization it was, it could have been a religious organization that came up with a study that that said it's it's a it's a, a health factor now. And then people are jumping down whomever said it their their throat. I think it's the Democrats not liking it, but it's but it is a health issue now, and it is an abuse issue. So can we go off of that as a society? Like forget the religion, but just see it like that, and start putting laws toward that as you know, the the abuse issue that we want to stop. And I hope that someday that happens for animals. And it is starting to happen for animals, like a little, little bit. But, you know, so so I feel that this is like a re resolution, but everybody has to start being on in the same boat. They have to be on the same platform. They have to understand the abuse. You know, you, we're talking about rapists and whatnot that have no respect for women or whatnot, but Let's look at the average porn um, the person who the person people who are looking at porn behind closed doors. Some of these. Can guys, I say something? I just want to say some of these guys are pretty respectable towards women. You know, they're they're fellow colleagues and whatnot. But yet they'll make jokes about it, and and yet they'll like they'll watch it behind closed doors. But they're respectable to their you know their their fellow women counterparts. They're just not thinking about the abuse factor. And that's what we have to, you know, make people aware of and, and sensitize them instead of desensitizing them. I'm in the entertainment business. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm in comedy and whatnot. And people are always making jokes about this. But the, but the guys, a lot of times, that make the jokes, it's not, it's not that they're cruel to the women. They have a lot of women friends. And the women, like, they're making jokes about the porn, too. They're just not seeing the abuse element where very little of them are. What I wanted yep. to say. Well, but what do you? The re resolution. Yeah. But what I say is, will they voluntary, uh, voluntarily do that? That's what I'm saying. Will they do that at their own choice? Well, it's it's just still. That's like, what know, I'm for saying. Example, yeah. We have laws, for example, like um, you know, suicide is illegal. Interestingly, because like you know, because like when when a person tries to like end their life, they're not the only person affected. Their friends, their family, are you know affected also. So like we have laws actually to protect us from doing harm to ourselves in various ways. A lot of like the drug laws are about that. You know, like some drug drugs are very dangerous, so we want to prohibit those and all. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, all right. The, the problem is, you're right, a lot of times it's not like a lib, uh, liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat problem. A lot of the problem now is that now the, the Republicans have been owned by the rich for decades. And now since the, like the 90s, the Democrats are more and more owned by the rich. 
And so what happens is like if you have an industry like the porn industry, like the violence industry, you know, all these violent movies that's making a lot of money, that's why so that's the why, why they'll, the they will um, they will um, not allow that's that's why they want to allow these things to continue because a lot of people are making money. So, you yeah. know, and, and so part of the answer to this is like, you know, Bernie Sanders, I mean, fine, he won't get elected. But I mean, he's been a major influence on this campaign because he's getting people to understand that in order to like, you know, to end all these like the pornography and the violence and the, and the abortion stuff, you have to get money out of politics. That's the answer to like so much of this. Yep. That's why I voted for him last Tuesday. It always yeah. seems to come back to money, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, but simply legislating against things, George, is not going to be enough. You have to you have to eliminate the causes. Well, Jamie, no. I mean, think about yeah. it. For example, the Supreme Court in um, 2010 or so, something, Citizens United versus FEC, they allowed unlimited amounts of money in politics, which leads to you know these billionaires basically buying their 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 offices. So, like, if the Supreme Court says, "Listen, all right, from now on, we're going to have like federally, you know," um, publicly financed uh, campaigns were like you, no donations, right? It was just like, you know, everybody pays in taxes and we just like finance that the campaign, campaigns that way. If you get money out of politics, if you don't allow these very rich, like the Koch brothers and these corporations to give these politicians so much so that the politicians do what they say, you know, we can legislate against that. You know, once we legislate against that, all of a sudden those rich people, they don't have the power they, they have now. Yeah, but like I said to do to do a rig, um, there's a psychopathic element, and that's one of the reasons why um, there's a rape culture to begin with, George. No, yeah. I Jam, Jam, um, Jamie, what I'm saying is like, fine, yes, the, the we have a psychopathic culture that is fueled by all this violence in the media, right? So yes. if you legislate, if you say, well, you know, from now on, you know, like. You know, you just can't do that. You, you can't just like, you know, it can't be that graphic. You can't, you know, if you, you make law, then all of a sudden those movies aren't being made anymore. You know, so. I do agree that there should be measures uh, to stop uh, rape, but you need to. George, there's brain developments involved with, you know, psychopaths. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, I understand. And, and part that's actually part of it, Jamie, because like a lot of like the rich. You know, we should be spending more on on healthcare. Like, for example, you could probably identify kids in the military spending 10, 15 years old before (laughs) they, you know, commit their accident. You know, if you catch them early, you can you can like, you know, correct their 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 outcome. You you know, they they don't have to turn out the way they would have. But a lot of times the rich don't want to spend the money to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mental health. This is what I've been, you know, supporting this whole time. I, I mentioned this in the other videos. I do think with to do with mental health, there should be a lot more treatment for different mental illnesses. You know, all mental illnesses, where schizophrenia, bipolar, whatever. If anyone has a predisposition or like to become violent in the future, they should be taken to a hospital um, to be to be given therapy. You know. Yeah, unfortunately, with the mental illness, um, it's a lot of times. You know, they give them meds, and that's the end of it. It's really not the end, and they over-medicate them a lot of times as well. Again, big pharma gets into it, big money gets into it. Yeah, and money just stifles the whole thing, you know, because yeah. uh, people who just pay pay um, people to 
you know, keep hush about some things. Yeah, and you know, he, yeah, he, the trouble is that, yeah, it always seems to come back to money somehow and how m money is required to do anything. And unfortunately, yeah, I mean, these, that's the thing about it is that, like, we have a problem that we live in a psychopathic culture and it takes money in order to take the steps needed to help people mentally, to help mental health and stuff like that. But at the same time, until um, until people stop, until people get mentally healthy and people stop being psychopathic, they won't see the purpose in changing things. Because people who don't care like things the way they are and don't want to take any effort to change things. Well, it's interesting. Like mm -hmm. they did a survey that the most psychopathic uh, profession in the world are, are CEOs. CEOs like, you know, um, they're just like much more psychopathic than than the rest of the population and these these guys are running the businesses that are like you know funding all these things that are just like in favor of their interests but against everybody else's yeah but i don't agree with uh, religious people uh, when they want to respond to this with violence because violence is certainly not going to do anything about it if anything it's going to cause more cover-ups how about how about i i i, I got an idea problems. about segwaying because like yeah. right now we've we've been like dealing with with serious problems, you know, um, rape, um, pornography, abortion, and stuff. But let how about if we turn it around? In other words, like we are conditioned from a very early age to kind of like go out into the world and try to make money, try to make as much money as we can, try to succeed and all that stuff. When you know what I think we should be conditioned to to want to do, and I've done like a couple of decades of research on this, is like life is about happiness. You know, for example, if, 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 if we taught our kids in school how to be happy, if they had classes on it, if, if, if our culture valued happiness more, all of a sudden you wouldn't get a lot of violent people like doing a lot of violent things. Because think about it. These violent people, they are not very happy. If they were happy, they wouldn't be hurting other people. So, again, in a positive, um, from a positive perspective, our society, our culture is very, you know, disturbed because we're just like consumed with like success and money and materialism. And we're, we, we don't focus on what most what everybody wants. You know, they, the only thing we want is happiness. But but you wouldn't hear that in, in our school system. And, you don't you know, that yeah. we need to, to cultivate that kind mm -hmm. of mindset. Well, that's one of the problems. But the other problem is lack of education, George. If people had the education that they needed to, you know, achieve higher aspirations, then they wouldn't have the time or the mindset to be going out raping people to begin with. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously, guys. I mean, I think the problem is that that humans are not all on the same page. They can't even agree on what the purpose of education is. They can't agree on which is the right religion. They can't agree on a standard of morality. They can't because they can't agree on things, and yet they're all trying to live on the same planet. That's why it looks like complete chaos. But I agree with George that I mean. And what what other purpose can there be other than happiness, you know? And it and it does seem like people put money over happiness, and yeah, that's got to change. Yeah, that's what Venus Project want to do. They want to um, change the money system into a resource-based economy, and in theory, it does sound like a good idea because it will bring more happiness to the world. Without money, there'll be much less corruption, wouldn't they, George? 
Yeah. yeah again, they, they ask people decade after decade, uh, before that. what do you most want in life? And, and, and people always say happiness. Happiness is the number one answer. They'll also ask, ask people like, well, what is your main source of happiness? And it tends to be other people, you know? So like, you know, people derive their main, main happiness from other people, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't notice that in our school system because, you know, our kids, I wasn't taught this. You guys probably weren't taught this. We're not taught either how to be happy or how to have successful relationships, you know? I mean, it's... it's, 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 it's... It just happens naturally, and that, that's the thing. I mean, to be honest, what they should do, um, in a way, they should do uh, without uh, religion, to be honest, because religion ca uh, causes more chaos than it's uh, worth, really, to be honest. Yeah, that's I mean, the second problem I was going to bring up. Apart from money, the other problem that brings in corruption um, yeah. is religion, because religion causes bigotry in a lot of um, in a lot of ways. I'm not sure religion per se is the problem. I think religion has been hijacked by people who aren't very intelligent. You know, for example, like most of our religions say, well, some guy a few thousand years ago said this is the way it is, and this is the way it is because some guy said it. I mean, we've got to abandon that that you know. That kind of like nonsense. I mean, we, you know, we got we want to believe what we believe because there's evidence for it. So yeah. we basically have to replace the religious leaders we have now with ones who are more intelligent, who respect science, who understand the world as it is today. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, George, but I think there's another level to this. Uh, and what I'm saying is religions teach that, oh, you don't get to be happy in this life. This life must be full of suffering, but it's all about believing the right things so you get an afterlife. And then after you die, you'll be happy. That's the problem with religion right there. I know, but for example, you have like, you, you know, have yeah. you ever heard Joel Osteen? Oh, I mean, yeah. The guys, and he's great, man. I mean, the guy, yeah. like, he talks religion, but he's talking about being a good person and being a happy person and treating other people well and treating yourself well, you know? He doesn't talk about, like, if you don't, like, believe that Jesus is the Messiah, you're going to suffer in hell eternally. I mean, the guy is a healthy, positive influence. I'm, I'm surprised that more people just don't want to be here to make the world a better place, you know, than when you first entered. I mean, doesn't that kind of make sense? Like, that's why we're here, make it better, and then we go? <laughs> well, yeah, Monique, that sounds yeah. a lot better than what I've been told growing up. <laughs> what is, what trust me. Yeah. 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 Because the way I yeah the way I look at it is you know this world is all all that I'm gonna get you know what I mean so naturally I mm -hmm. care more about making people happier now in this life because because I don't have the concern of an afterlife and but it does seem like people they don't have that goal of you know making the world a better place than it was when you when you started out because we have to consider that we're gonna die and other people uh, who come after us will will still be getting the consequences of whatever we of whatever we did, you know. And for all we know, I mean, for all we know, we get reincarnated. Who knows? You know, we, <laughs> we don't treat the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if we live in a better place than it is now, and we come back into it, George, then it works for us as well as them, doesn't it? Well, yep. yes, absolutely, and I want to make a comment on that. I took a series of Reiki classes and, um, you know, esoteric uh, workshops from someone who felt like there was really nothing to be done to help the cows that were being murdered because those cows chose to live this life on Earth and experience 
you know, being slaughtered and whatnot. She truly believes believes this, and she's a real spiritual, nonviolent type of person. And I, you know, I was really disappointed because she, I believe, you know, she talks about reincarnation, so I believe she believes in it. Why wouldn't she want, you know, creatures, humans included, to come back to a place that would be better instead of not trying to, you know, say, yeah, let's let's stop hurting the animals instead of just saying, oh, yeah, well, they chose to be here and live that, you know, it's fine if she believes it. It's fine. But but also make a change. You're right. She doesn't make sense. I mean, even if she was right. So we're going to torture these animals just because they chose it. I mean, and they couldn't have chosen of their free will because who, who would ever choose that? So you don't hurt somebody or, or an animal, even if they, ch even if that's what they want. Yeah, and George, here's the thing: even compatibilist uh, choice, even the process of making a choice, can't happen because you would have to exist prior to your existence in order to choose what life form to be born into and what location. And yeah. A lot of these new age people, they're full of nonsense. They believe in free will. They believe that, that somebody would actually choose to go to, to enter a life of suffering now. Yeah. And they're very victim blaming, too, because they think that you chose to do it. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, the article you gave on the celebrity probably maybe in that new age spirituality. I, I didn't read the article, but believing like, oh, the child, you know, what, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I didn't read the article. I didn't. So. Yeah, but um, as Jet Fresco, the founder of Venus Project, said, um, what what makes people behave the way they do is the environment that they're raised in. You have the product of the environment. Been saying that. Yeah. Actually, it makes but, you wonder as well. Like, if we do come back, and uh, I mean, are we going to come back as humans, or are we going to come back this time as animals or something? I mean, it's going to be totally different. Or we might not even come back on Earth. That we might go to a, say on a, uh, another part of the universe, another planet. Which yeah, well, is this like is another Earth reason. Like that. Hell, that's another thing. Are we going to even come back in this universe? That's an, listen, this is another reason why <laughs> we should treat animals better. Because if we treat animals better, and if there is reincarnation, I'm not saying there is, but just saying if it was, according to law of conservation, um, if our material gets recycled and we come back as an animal. We wouldn't want to be those animals that were that are being tortured. You see what I mean? And the food chain. I mean, you know, I guess it's impossible to train every single animal predator that's on this planet. But I do know that tigers have been trained, and some of them are um, natural vegans. So when people are like, "Oh, it's it's our uh, it's it's our it's, we're on top of the food Wait, chain." Wait, tigers are natural vegans. There are some. There they can are. be trained. That's interesting. They can be oh, trained. Okay. Or there are some. There are some natural ones, but you know, mainly they're carnivores. What I'm saying yeah, is, I gotta say, because them teeth and them claws say different. <laughs> yeah, but many, many carnivores will say, "Well, we're on top of the food chain." But the thing is, just because we're on top, which we're not, not necessarily. If there was a huge, yeah. Not, not vegan tiger, we wouldn't be on top of the food chain. Um, just because it's like that, it doesn't mean that it has to be that way. 
we can you know, balance ourselves out. <laughs> oh, and Monique, here's a really fun thought experiment. If there was a race of aliens that came and invaded Earth that were much bigger and much more powerful than humans, and they don't have to be bigger, they would just have to be more intelligent. And well, more advanced. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the deal. Listen, listen, guys. Okay, this is going to be really hilarious. Okay, but the okay. So these aliens come and invade Earth, and these are human-eating aliens. Okay, so the aliens go around, you know, it, killing and and farming and breeding more humans so that they can continually slaughter them and eat humans, and. And once in, a, once in a great while, there will be one of these aliens that goes vegan and is like, no, I don't want to hurt these humans. And they're like, but we're on top of the food chain and we're more intelligent. Besides, humans don't feel pain. I mean, you know what I mean? That's, that's what it's yeah. like. It's exactly like that. Or the aliens might come down and say, come on, let's fuck them in the ass. They might be like sexually active or some shit. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, fuck off. I'm not touching that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Where the fuck do you come up with this shit? That's just the way I wrote. My mind just takes me and it's just like going with the flow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, seriously, guys, I'm just saying that, you know, humans may not always be at the so-called top of the food chain. An another race, um, either on this planet or from some other planet, might come over here that would just start killing and eating the humans and, 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 and taking human milk, and that would be their dairy products, is continually breeding dairy women and, and killing their young children and stealing their milk. You know, the same basic thing that humans already do to the other animals. Some alien race could do that to humans, and, and we wouldn't like it. And so I think that's a great thing to think about, you know. It's just... Actually, yeah, there's an old quote, uh, was it they always say, um, how the quote goes, don't do unto others what... As you want one done, done to you. Done yep. to you yep. Yeah. That was one of the signs on my car as I drove around yesterday and on the limo last weekend. The golden rule. It's the golden rule. Damn. You yeah. drive limos? You got money like that? Oh, we all split it. We all split it to, to make a difference. <laughs> hey, I'm just joking. Money is power and all that kind of stuff. Is and it was leather free. Unfortunately, I put in a little bit more than everybody else because people couldn't. They just couldn't. But whatever, I did it. About the well, you know, in Hollywood, a lot there's a lot of limos around, so that was, I thought, a good way to promote to stop sexual assault by putting posters on the limo. It was a little bit of, you know, an eye candy thing, and um, being that there were some survivors who like to call themselves thrivers on the limo, um, you know, I, I just think uh, sometimes there's predators in these limos, as you were saying, CEOs, you know, a lot of them are the biggest psychopaths ever, but they're, they're driving around in their expensive vehicles. So we wanted to have some people who have been affected by rape and, you know, have them in the limo and have them be able to ride around, you know, instead of being on the, the low end of the totem pole, so to speak. Well, yeah, Monique, when you've got a message that you're trying to get out to the world, you got to do what catches people's attention so that people, you know, that people see you and hear you and know what you're about. And, and like, take, for example, now this is a kind of an extreme example, but if I understand correctly, I was watching, um, I forget which of the vegan documentaries I was watching, and I think, if I remember correctly, 
PETA did like an anti-fur campaign where they actually had, you know, n naked naked humans, you know, because without clothes is representing animals without fur, you know what I'm saying? To get people's attention about how people are, are skinning these animals and taking their fur, so, and how that's wrong. But, you know, using naked human bodies is going to catch people's attention when people are, you know, posting signs and, and stuff like that. And so that's just an example of... It's going to get the attention. Not the right kind of attention, but it's going to get their attention. Well, wait, I, I want to say something <laughs> about that. I, I, agree, I disagree with that. I think that um, that is fine for them to use naked people for that. It's when you start sexualizing them. That's where we start, you know, getting a little, you know, uncomfortable gray area. And, of course, when you start abusing two bodies, like, you know, doing intercourse, you know, that, that's, that is the ultimate abuse, I feel. But I don't think that nakedness in itself, I, you know, at the top of the, the hour, I was saying I'm not opposed to, to photos. I mean, not if they're like, you know, yuck photos, not, but I mean, I'm... You know, there's there's plenty of na naked women and men in, you know, 17th century paintings. I'm not going to say, oh, that should be off the wall. It's just what we've seen the... Um, yeah, that's a good point, Monique. I, I used to be an right? art major, and, like, you know, we'd, we'd have figure drawings. So, like, guys, women, you know, they'd be completely nude, naked, and we'd draw them and stuff. It was completely, you know, I mean, the human body is a beautiful thing. It's like, yes. it's only when it's corrupted, you know, from with the pornography that it becomes, you know, wrong. Yeah, and I think most people can tell when something is pornographic. I think most people's mind can tell. Yeah, and right? here's an interesting thing about that, Monique. Now, in some cultures... Um, being naked is a, a usual thing. Like in some tribes in Africa, like yeah. I think the Dinka tribe, they're like, they're just naked out there. You know, I mean, it's all that way. It's not a big deal. If you wear clothes, you look strange to them, you know? <laughs> and so it does have to do with the kind of culture you're in. Now, I personally, like, I'm kind of repulsed by nakedness, but I think that actually is because of the culture I'm in, nakedness has always been associated with something sexual, and that's why I, will, I, I just tend to react to it negatively. But, right, being naked by itself isn't an immoral act or anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely agree. And so <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Europe has had, I mean, I guess America has some too, but Europe has had topless beaches and whatnot. Um, you know, whatever. I mean, if men have their shirts off, like, I don't, I don't even consider women's um, breasts, like, it's really not a sex gland, per se. Yeah, it could give milk and whatnot, but it's not a sexual organ. And if men are, you know, liking a woman's chest, well, I like men's chest, too. You know, I'll look if, if a man has, like, his shirt off, if, you know, he's in good shape. But I'm not going to attack him, and I'm not going to say he's out of line. And, I, I mean, so that's that's my take on it. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. I mean, it's the same here as well. Like, for me, I like, I like women, and sometimes I like looking at their backsides. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's when you sure. get into even deeper than that, and you go up and touch them on the ass when they don't want it and stuff, then you go, right. whoa, well, you've literally crossed the line. And I think, to be honest, it's like 
it, you've got to find out where the line crosses. And I mean, to be honest, you already know where the line crosses. Because, I mean, to be honest, you've got a brain. Everyone's got a brain. So you know where not to touch and where to touch or go or just look at and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, um, I, I give women compliments and I say how good looking they are and all that. I mean, that's enough for a woman just to say whether she, she likes you or not and all that, so... You know, it's interesting that you should say that, Anthony, because, you know, in my life, here's what's kind of weird is I don't compliment women on how they look. Like, I never do that. And part of the reason is I'm afraid that if I even tell them that I like that, like their their hair or, or, or something, you know, or their... You're going to get a bad reaction. Yeah, I'm afraid that they're going to accuse me of sexual harassment if I even say that. So I don't even call That is in itself is real stupid. I'm like, I like your hair or you look nice today. How the hell is that sexual? Uh, yeah. Well, then again, and then again, a boyfriend might come over to you and beat the crap out of you. <laughs> so you can't win both ways. <laughs> I think it has to be a happy medium to what what to say, you know. I, I I and I don't know what that is, but I understand from both of your viewpoints. Yes, I could be uncomfortable for for someone to say, "Oh, you know, you're looking good," or you know, and it could be um, it could be what can I say? Uh, I don't think it's the way. I don't think it's what you say is how you say it. Yes, yes, you're. I think you're right. I think you're right. Absolutely, the way you say it. The way you say it. I think if you say you look nice today, I think that that's fine. But if you start like going a little bit beyond that, then you know you might be be questioned. I mean, it could it could say to oh you look nice today, and then the woman could say what well, didn't I look nice yesterday? Or something. Right. Another problem is that when you when there's a whole bunch of people around and you tell one person they look nice, it's almost like you're implying that everyone else is ugly by comparison to something. <laughs> Only no, time we, I call we, compliments somebody, are great. Me? Yeah. Only time I call somebody ugly. Well, or like this, or insult somebody if they do it to me first. Well, it, no, you mean just short? You have to be an asshole first. Right. Maybe people maybe people don't compliment as much as we should because maybe a lot. Yeah. We don't compliment enough, so it's kind of like an art with everything else. The more we compliment, the better we get at it. You yeah, know, at, at, at finding that balance. Well, you know, okay. Now there is there there is there is there is an exception. You know, like like for example, when you've got some some woman who thinks she's fat and she is not fat. Okay, you know, I I I've went, I went through this with um, someone else that I knew since childhood. I went through this sort of a little bit with my ex-girlfriend. It's kind of strange, but it's like once in a while when somebody it, it thinks they're fat and they're not, um, you just want to tell them you wouldn't know fat if you were wrestling a sumo. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Actually, it would be one as well, like, I mean, if some yeah. woman says, oh, she's fat, and then you suddenly you come out and then you give her, like, a slim, fast uh, chocolate bar or yeah. something, then she'd be wondering why you're giving her. I'd say, well, it's all right, you could lose a few pounds anyway. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. Like the dynamite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure you don't go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I don't want you getting stuck now. <laughs> Hey. How, about, how about this? You do, you look nice instead of you look nice today, or you look dapper. I don't know. Dapper doesn't seem like a threatening word. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm about to go on Google and see what that means. Dapper. 
Jamie, I think you know what dapper means, right? No, I don't. <laughs> Jamie doesn't know? Well, good looking and all that. Okay. Dapper. Yeah, it's a European expression. It's English. European. Um, I'm from America, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I've got my WordWeb dictionary. I looked up dapper. It says, marked by up-to-dateness and dress and manners. <laughs> huh. Learn something new every day. I mean, I got uh, something funny to tell. Actually, the other day, like me and my mum went out because my mum's like she's got arthritis in the back, and I take her in a wheelchair to go down to the uh, supermarket to get food and all that. Anyway, this uh, young kid comes up to me and then offers me twenty pounds because I'm pushing my mum in a wheelchair. And then he goes, "Oh, my dad um, said, oh, uh, he wants me to give you this." And I said, "I can't take that twenty pound and that." Uh, even though it's probably just because it's a stranger and all that kind of stuff, so you don't know uh, what his intentions are and all that. Anyway, I said to him to give it back to his dad, and then he goes, oh, my dad insisted and all that. But then uh, a friend, I told my friend about it the other day, and he reckons, like, he was, uh, he, he said to me, oh, maybe they thought you were homeless or some shit. I said, what, are you trying to say I'm scruffy now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Monique, as you can see, um, we start out on on one topic, which leads into a whole other th thing, and we and we've talked about just about everything imaginable. You know, we we've got we've got politics in there, we've got religion in there, we, we've talked about reincarnation a little bit, and we and we started yeah we started talking about how to make the world a better place, and you brought up the problem of sexual assault. And we and yeah, I don't think we've come to a conclusion. I mean, we all want violence to be to be ended. We we want rape to end, and it's tricky because the golden rule, you know, really has been around with us for for so long, and it's that simple. I and mean, it's just so hard to agree to um, treat others as they want to be treated. Yeah, Chandler, I think in terms of a rule like that, I think we have to understand that. People have more of a right to feel safe than to say or do whatever they want. You know, like free speech is great, but, you know, the right to feel safe and to feel, you know, that you're not being threatened, I think, is a greater right. Yeah, and, you know, seriously, I've got to say free speech is just one of those weird things when someone talks about free speech to me, it's like, what do you mean free speech? I'm only go going to say exactly what I think when I think it based on the causal laws of the universe that led to me saying it. You know? <laughs> so what's our resolution on the pornography industry? Do you feel that there should be some law implemented on how far it's going because it does abuse the people that are in the porno film? Oh, definitely. There should be I, I, some legislation I, yeah. to, you know, keep people safe. For example, let's say a law, for example, like if, if they're going to have, like, if they're going to show that, maybe they shouldn't show intercourse, but if they're going to show it, that it has to be an established couple or a married couple. It can't be just two strangers. You know, that, 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 that's one idea. You know, this reminds me, um, just, um, just a few days ago, I found a list on Wikipedia of a list of video games that were banned. And apparently, okay, this is really sad, guys, but apparently there are some video games where raping women is part of the game. 
and oh, yeah. and were and so they were actually banned in some countries, which I think is actually good. You know that there is some limit to to something, and it's 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 really freaky though because I mean whenever we get into censorship, like it's sort of like yeah I agree that some things should not be seen, some things should not be sold, but then at the same time we you have um, all sorts of strange things like then people can run away with that and censor even good things. So it's very tricky. I'm not even sure where I stand on censorship. Slippery slope. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what the law is. In other words, like somebody might say, well, if you have one law, then you could have like laws on everything, right? No, we we have a balance. We, you know, some laws make sense. Some th those that don't, we we get rid of or we don't create them. You know, we we could find a balance in all this. Yeah, and another, another example is like, for example, if violence of any type is going to be banned in a video game or a movie, then do we also ban books that, that contain writings of stories of violence too? That's where it gets a little iffy, you know? Yeah, but then again, if they don't show uh, what happens when a person gets raped or how it's expressed in a book, then, uh, well, I mean, how does people learn... Uh, what the meaning is and how it's actually explicited into books and video games and all that if they uh, so it prevents them from doing it to the other people themselves I mean it's kind of like a, a double-edged sword type thing and and I would like to point out right that when it comes to fiction there's no there's no like real person being hurt so, yeah, it's just all like, No, no, but yeah, Jamie, yeah. the problem is, here's the thing. All right, decades ago in the 60s, there were thousands of studies that showed that violence in the media, on TV and the movies, made kids, made people more violent, okay? Thousands of studies showed that, but uh, the problem is that you couldn't say, well, this particular violent, violent act was the result of that, right? And so they couldn't use it. But, like, you know, there, there's a lot of evidence that, you know, the, the more violence there is in the media, the more violence there's going to be in, in the society. But, I mean, if you're going to say that, then, then technically, like, listening to hardcore music, uh, vi playing video games and all that kind of fucks all the children up. I mean, I've played... Yeah, um, because I've been like playing video violent games pretty much my entire life. And yeah, I and I've played violent games. Violence. I've played Grand Theft Auto, I've played uh, Manhunt, where you go ramp it and fucking plastic bags over yeah, but people's it, heads and stuff came, and it really hasn't turned me into like, a serial No, but killer. Anthony, I mean, here's the thing, yeah. so like, WSD and you, you know, let's say you're, you're um, 98 out of 100 people that, that it doesn't affect, right? But it only yeah. has to affect two to become a problem. That's the thing, it, it, it may I, not affect everybody uh, in that way, I'll but you know. George. Yeah. See what you mean now. Yeah, I, I understand because, yeah, people react differently to different things. Because even 1%, um, even a 1% stable population is still bad, isn't it, George? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it does seem drastic, draconian, but, like, if there was a law saying, like, all right, you know, Whatever books have been written and where there's violence, we're going to keep those, right? But from now on, we can't publish any books or movies and stuff. That might feel very, very restricting. But imagine the kind of world we'd create where, where little kids, like, you know, hopefully wouldn't, wouldn't see, see any of that. You know, because, like, I think we're, 
we're, we we emulate what we see. You know, if we don't see something oh, horrible, we're not going to think of you know doing it or anything. I see. Yeah. So you're not advocating the punishment for thought crimes. You're only you're only advocating um, the limit. You know, a limitation to where these things are published and where these people where these things yeah. are released. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking of 200 years. You know, what we're talking about will have been done. Like, you know, 200 years, we'll get rid of all this violence, all this nonsense, all this, like, you know, um, this pornography and, 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 and abortion and rape and all that stuff, you know, because we're going in that direction. It's just like we're not, we're not going there fast enough. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that more people support the Spinach Project, man, because I like all their ideas. They covered yeah. all this um, climate change, human behavior. Uh, the evils of um, corruption. George, getting back to your um, your your uh, idea about it should be only married people. I mean, <laughs> um, I I almost think that that's a that's a good idea because. Having intercourse with strangers, it's and you know the things that they're doing to the women. It's mainly they're defecating on the women and stuff. The men don't really seem to get, from what I've read, like abused on a film like the women. Uh, it's just wrong. And I don't think if, if if two married people were doing it, I mean I would hope that there would be laws about you know not going into the bathroom on the person or you know. <laughs> ejaculating on what you know on their face or some or their eyes i mean you know i think most people would say that this that is abuse it is abuse not just a, not just abuse but ew gross <laughs> yeah and ma ma i guess married people and also people in committed relationships because apparently like in today's world a lot of people choose not to get married but if they're committed to themselves and to raising a family yeah cuz that way that way the sex has meaning otherwise it's like you know it's you know people aren't caring for each other and then that, it can also be a sticky job as well cleaning up afterwards as well that's going to be quite a mess yeah well if um people support the zeitgeist movement and all that stuff george right then the next thing that can happen is that they can limit the exposure to uh you know violence in the media that way we'll have a much more saner population. Is that right, George? Yeah, I think, you know, here in the United States, I mean, hopefully Hillary's going to win this November and we'll, we'll win the Supreme Court. And the, the, the Republicans, it's not that Democrats have problems also, but the Republicans have become so hate-filled, so violent, that hopefully we'll get rid of them as a party. And then your generation can create, like, you know, a whole new politics, you know, yeah. that... that, that will give these kinds of ideas a chance. Because, like, you know, people in my generation thought of these kinds of ideas, too, so to a certain extent, but but we didn't have any power to, like, implement them. Now, now you know, your generation, you know, is thinking about them, too, and but you have the power, I think, to just you know, make things happen. I would say Philip Byrne, but... <laughs> I do. Uh, I don't I think do he, find... yeah, he's not winning. It may take 10, 20 years. I mean, I'm not going to say... It's take overnight but like again once the republicans like hopefully we can just like really like you know make them reform as a party where they're not you know like just like championing people making money against you know people like being able to live you know kids being taken care of and stuff actually uh, could i say something quickly 
Um, yeah, uh, what really annoys me as well, like sometimes, like uh, I hear sometimes, like women say about uh, you don't hear men getting abused very often. But the thing is, with men getting abused and all that, they don't really want to come out anyway and tell you they're being abused by a woman or some or like is by a, a yeah, priest or something. which does happen. Yes, which does happen. The and then is that's a bit of um, the stigmata on it. To be honest, like. Uh, it's just behind closed doors. They're too scared to come out because basically men are supposed to be like the brave people and they deal in their own way and stuff. And yeah, it can eat them up a, a lot. Yeah, well, you know, what's really sad is you can't win whether you're a man or a woman when, you, when you're raped because if you're a man, it's like, oh, be a man. Don't, don't feel, just get over it, you know, be tough. But if you're a woman, it's like, oh, well, you you must have chosen to be raped. It's your fault because you wore yoga pants or something. You know I mean? That shit, I never understood that shit. That's yeah. awesome, yeah, the victim blaming culture and that. Yeah, to be honest, no one's uh, at blame here except the person who did it in the first place. Who actually and raped if, them, sure. If clothes were the reason that a person was sexually assaulted, then why did the clothing store sell that piece of clothing in the first place? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, they're encouraging rape by selling clothes that just make people rape. Right? I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, so yeah, what they was should do a girl. Yeah, what they should do is uh, put on the actual not... clothes that they This is raping clothes. You put these on, you're going to get raped tonight. See, if I see a girl... To have something nice on. Can't. I'll try to hit on her. Maybe I'll get shot down. Maybe not. If I get shot down, oh well. Mm. Chandler. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> what, it's, not, it's not the clothes that causes rape. It's the culture that you know people are raised in. Yeah, clearly, clearly, it's not a clothes. But I'm just kind of mocking the whole idea about. Right here, here's culture. another thing we haven't mentioned about this um culture, because this. In the black community, not too many people talk about this, and this happens a lot more often than people think it does. Children get raped by their own mother. Or parents, uh, their fathers. Or parents, and all that. yeah. No, no, it, no, no, it happens to us. The female does it more than the um, father does, so believe it or not. This don't get talked about. Yeah. Well, hopefully... No, that's no, no, another hopefully reason. Yeah, that's another reason why it happens. It's shit parents. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, again, why do parents become dysfunctional? It's like if parents are like, you know, parents are people. If they're living in this very dysfunctional society, it's going to affect them. Fortunately, fortunately, it's very uncommon, you know, what you're what you're um, describing. But yeah, I mean, that's another. Oh no, it happens a lot more often. It's just people don't talk about it. No, I know, but that's another negative effect of this like hypersexual, pornographic, violent culture. You know, it doesn't just affect kids; it affects everybody. You know, so they're they're kind of victims of that, and then their their kids become victims. We have to change society, and then people as individuals will change. Yeah. Um, it's it's really scary. About the Republicans that you brought up, George, right? I mean, some of them are crazy. Some of them don't believe in evolution. You know. Oh yeah, they're out of their minds. I mean, you know, my God, like ah. Oh. I, I, I can't. They, they, don't, they don't believe in science. I'm surprised that um, major politicians aren't made to take some sort of a, a literacy test, you know, or some sort of um, GRE in Especially order to. Especially Trump. Monique, that is such a great point. <laughs> 
I mean, think about it. Our doctors have to take exams. Our lawyers have to take mm -hmm. exams. And just anybody can run the country? That's insane. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, seriously, why aren't there tests both for the politicians and for the people voting to make sure they even know what they're voting on, you know? Uh-huh. I wouldn't pass. <laughs> oh, trust me. Trump wouldn't pass either. Because you know what they said? You know, they, um, since Dixon said, um, showed that he has a, um, it tells you the level of a third grader or something. He is son. He had, he speaks like a third grader. I'm gonna just assume that it's at the same level. He has an MBA from uh, University of Pennsylvania. That's an Ivy League um, university. I think that I think he's more. That doesn't mean shit to me when you say he's fuck shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. No offense, but that's the way I see it. I think it. he's more intelligent than we give him out to be. I think he's just playing a game. and He's putting his, like, New York attitude on everyone, and he knows what people want to hear, and he's saying it like that. But I also want to say... Yeah, but when I listen to him, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't well. make sense to most people. I also want to say that, um, you know, he talks about immigrants and whatnot, although he does concentrate more on illegal immigration. He said he's fine with people who do it the right way, but whatever the case is, does anybody like point out that um, two of his wives have been from a different country? Nope. <laughs> Interesting. And also, nope. like, nobody yeah, mentions he, that. He, he probably says he wants to run this country like a business. Hasn't he bankrupt like three or four businesses? He wrecked four um, companies. Why would he keep this shit like, why would we trust that? That's Bush, uh, Bush 2.0 again. Come on. Actually, yeah. the only reason I would like to see him actually be in power is so he can get that itchy finger and start getting a bit bored and then press that red button and accidentally blow one of the countries up by it's accident. God damn it, Ant. <laughs> no, can you imagine him say, oh, oh, bit bored today, what can I do? Oh, that's it, press the fucking red button. Oh, no, shiny red button. Oh, whoops, mm, oh, God. Shiny, shiny red button. Oh, my God, you know what? I've just gone and blown up, don't you? I've gone and blown France out. Oh, never mind, they always surrender anyway, but it doesn't make much difference. It, it's like Dexter's lab when his sister Dee Dee comes in and says, ooh, what does this button do? Hey George, the Republicans, right? They're not bringing up this climate change uh, issue as much as I think they should. You know? Oh, I know. And it, again, it's oh, not even like just Republicans anymore. I mean, the Democrats aren't doing much about it either. It's because, like, the rich well, Bernie, control our politics. Bernie's you know, the only one that actually speaks on it. No, I know. And he Hillary ran. will give it lip service, but just again, like, you know. The oil companies are so rich, and the you know the fossil fuel industry—they give so much money to these candidates for the re-election campaigns and stuff. Hillary you know, our, our politics are bought; they're bought by the rich. Yeah. I don't think Hillary cares. She doesn't. Yeah, well, hey, like I say, if you've seen, yeah. Hey guys, do you realize we've been recording for an hour and forty minutes? Oh damn! I'm about to, I'm about to get off. In about Actually, 10 minutes, I'm about to get off and take a bath or something. Yeah. We've talked about everything. I mean, th this has been a lot of fun talking, guys. We've talked about yes, some serious stuff, but then we always have people like Anthony to bring in some good humor. <laughs>
Actually, I've got another one as well, a bit strange as well, because didn't actually Bill Clinton is supposed to have an affair with his secretary? And wouldn't it be yep. good if Hillary got in power and then she had, a, a, was it called Revenge Sex? Oh, my God. With one of her bosses or some shit, or the one uh, below her? Oh, my God. You know what? That, that would create controversy right there. Yeah, and you would... Yeah, revenge. Yeah, and you would have been the one to predict it long before it happened. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, look, that yeah, there's certainly problems in the world. I mean, it's sad that there's so many crazy people in politics and and how no one can agree on all these things. But at a certain level, sometimes you you have to laugh at it. It's the only way to stay sane at all, you know. I mean, and yeah, I do feel like yeah, I sort of sort of wish the whole plant would blow up sometime just so that we'd all be put out of our misery, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. The world has a lot of problems, but like, if we lose our happiness over it, then we just make things worse. So it's really important to like stay happy and, and you know, like just like to boost happiness. Yeah, I've been working on that the pat the past weeks. I think I'm gonna call my uh, representative that they should uh, they should take away some of the pornography. They they should put rules on it. I re talking about it with you guys. Because it, it's like prostitution, and most places prostitution is illegal because they, you know, they state it's abuse. Well, I mean, porn is the same way. You're like paying two like strangers to do it. Like I said, when it comes to porn, example. when it comes to porn, I should be dumb as rocks because y'all don't want to see my porn collection. <laughs> yeah, if they, they really don't. You're <laughs> feeding into the whole, you know. You know what's going on, and you know a lot of those people that you're seeing, they're gonna they're gonna wind up dead or with a disease, or they all probably have addictions as as it is now. Yeah, and and, and what and what's so important is that you know we don't we don't even blame people for being the way they are because we know that that you know things made them the way they are, the way they were ro raised, the culture around them, all sorts of mental mm -hmm. illness, and of course the whole economic system which, which poisons everything, you know? And so, yeah, it's sad. I mean, it's like we just want to help people, but it's always tricky because it always seems like it takes money to help to help anyone, and there's always someone opposing it because they want to keep things the way they are, you know? Right, just end my, but think about it. Think about how the world was a couple hundred years ago compared to what it is how it is now in a lot of ways. I mean, things are getting better. That's one good thing. They, they keep getting better and better in a lot of ways. Now, with this animal thing, you know, unfortunately, in that case, they're, they're a lot worse now than, than a couple hundred years ago. But in most cases, you know, we are on the right track. Yeah. And see, here's an important thing, George, you know, because basically people, yeah, change happens um, very slowly. And one thing that's that's interesting is all yeah the world changes not as quickly as we'd like it it takes you know hundreds even thousands of years for some things to be to, to get be gotten rid of you know but still I think that we people if people now can't agree and people now can't solve problems um, then right now I've been feeling like. It's it that even talking about abortion has been rather pointless, you know, like I've just been feeling like, well, you know, until we can get people straightened out where to, to where they're not blaming people and attributing free will to them and we can't get our treatment of these animals right, how can we even begin to 
educate new people who enter this world when we can't get our act together now. Well, know? Chandler, here's the difference. Mm -hmm. Like if this conversation was happening 50 years ago, nobody would, would, would be able to hear it except for us. Now with the internet, you know, you know, people like 10 years from now, kids will be listening to this conversation. I mean, the internet is a huge engine for making this kind of change go much faster. I know, yeah, I, I agree, George, and that's part of why I only talk about this stuff on the internet, all these controversial moral and legal issues, because that's the whole thing, guys, is that people can listen to us long after we're all dead through the power of the internet. I hope you put a really great title on this show, uh, on this episode, mm -hmm. so that people will listen to it. Yeah, hey, hey, Monique, would you like to write a title and description for this episode? I would. Yeah. Well, yeah, Monique, you can you can email it to me or or the group or whatever if you think of a title and description for what we talked about because you know I have to work on editing you know the technical difficulties at least some of it out of the recording but I want to keep most of what we talked about in the recording you know possibly censoring because I, I curse sure four times a Yeah, I don't want to censor anybody. I just I just want to cut out yeah. the loud noises of of the of Starbucks where. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's all right. That was hardly at all. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, we'll have, you know, like an hour and 50 minutes of us talking. <laughs> I wonder if anyone will take the time to actually listen to it. They're missing That's another thing about these podcasts. Would somebody actually sit here and watch the whole, listen to the whole thing? Well, maybe me if I was like, like if I was up here, if it's, no, it's just sound, I'll just listen to it while I'm cleaning my room or something, you know. Well, yeah. Actually, I've got, I've got a great title for it. So you could put down, uh, World's Gone to Shit. <laughs> that's what it has. <laughs> yeah. But, but, well, to be honest, that's my opinion of the world. It is shit. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, to be honest, that's the way it's, it, I feel about it as well. Because I find that basically people don't want to be nice to each other when people should be nice to each other. And just people just take the piss out of everybody. And they should be fucking friends, to be honest. I believe, George, that, that things are getting better. It's just that some things have gotten worse. So we need to discuss them now and decide on how we're, how we're going to improve things. So my, my original topic was, was the pornography. And I guess the step I'm going to take is I'm going to call a few of my representatives and say, hey, this really is abuse. And I would like you to bring a bill to the table, whether or not they're going to. Um, I don't know, but I I think that that's at least one little step that I can take, um, because I, I, you know, it's just it, it's almost worse than prostitution because at least with prostitution, it's like two people, but with this, it's you know it's a it's a billion dollar industry on making people pee on each other's like face and it, you know and. Just, it's just awful, and it really does actually, take the love out of the act. Mo Monique, actually, that's, that's a great point. If 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 well, people I get if people get that, how yeah. prostitution is wrong, then they should get how um, pornography is wrong. Because again, no, it, it creates semen, victims. Right? <laughs> the, the the thing that they both have in common is they create victims. You know the the and and people don't want like their 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 husband or wife going to a prostitute. People don't want their spouse you know, engaging in pornography for the same reason. It, you know, basically like, you know, that they want that, that kind of interaction between themselves in a healthy way. You know, that that's a great example. I mean, that, you know, again, if people understand why, why um, 
prostitution is wrong, they should understand why pornography is wrong. Although Chandler and I, we're like both celibate, so we're uh, <laughs> we're not even in planning to engage in that. Right, Chandler? Yeah, yeah. the funny thing is, like, I'm that weird anti-sexual dude that thinks we sh everyone should just stop having sex because it's gross and, and we could be playing Minecraft instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, yeah, back to I your point. Oh, yeah, back to your point. You say that them peeing on each other. That's not pee. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Sometimes it is, though. Oh yeah, sometimes it is, but yeah, that stuff you like this. Well, they like that because that's supposed to keep them from having birth. That's so they don't um, yeah, you don't get the girl pregnant. That's why they yeah. Yeah, it's just absolutely so gross, and I, I haven't I haven't seen these things that Monique's talking about. You know, it's it's crazy that people the the thing that people would actually want to look at people doing such gross things to each other. Like, well, I want to tell you that um, the peeing in some situations is real. There, there's a saying for it. It's called a golden shower. And back in the day, R. Kelly was accused. The singer R. Kelly was accused of doing that on a minor, on a 14-year-old girl. Come to find out, when I was doing research for my Sexual Assault Awareness Month event, I was looking up celebrities who have been sexually assaulted, and he was raped. Uh, I don't know if he was, I think it, as a child, maybe. So there you go. But, yeah, it's called it's called a golden shower when you're peeing on somebody and this kind of stuff does happen in porn you know all sorts of bodily fluids happen in porn and there's yeah. no protection whatsoever um from this kind of stuff happening yeah well i mean in some instances there's the condom so but i uh yeah other things happen where there's nothing and it just goes on people and it's wrong yeah i mean hazard yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's bad from a from a health perspective. It's bad from the abuse and violence perspective, and it's just, yeah, it's just all around so yeah, it's it's all it's awful, you know. And that's that's the thing is it's hard to talk about, but it's good it's good that we do because people, it's like you have to be aware and you have to know how horrific some things are. Or there's no way of changing it. I still don't know how we're gonna change things, and of course, I agree that Georgia probably won't happen for another 200 years completely. But. No, no, wait a minute. I, I'm I'm saying like in 200 years, but like you know, things couldn't happen much faster. Like in in 20, 30 years, like we could be creating a different a different world again because of the influence of the, of the internet. We can we can like share and exchange information so much more quickly now than we could decades ago. So yeah. like, I'm saying like right. for sure 200, 300 years ago, it's going to be like a bliss on this planet, but we can create that much sooner. Yeah, I want it as soon as possible. And, and yep. you know, by talking about it, that's one of the things we, we do, you know, because this is the only place where people can, can you know, like talk, we can talk on Skype um, and nobody is blaming anyone. We're just trying to make a better world. That's that's all we care about, you know. But but you know, I bet like for example, Monique, would how hard do you think it would be to get a co the conversation that we just had on public television or radio? I bet it would be censored out because people wouldn't want to hear about that stuff. Extremely hard. If you bring this topic up to most people, they don't want to talk about it. I think some of the younger people they're more willing to because of the internet, but. Um, 
I've, I've brought up the instance of harassment before uh, to men and women, and they want to change the subject immediately, especially the men. By the way, um, interestingly enough, I was a subject in a documentary, which is going to air tonight on PBS, uh, and tomorrow, April 30th and May 1st, called Hush. It's called Hush because it stands for Hollywood Uncovered Sexual Harassment. So I've experienced some of this, unfortunately, in the industry. Um, there are some people that have experienced some more horrific, but uh, it's going to be on tonight. So I don't know what's going to be um, cut out of it. But I can tell you right now, the amount of depth that we went into today <laughs> is nothing, you know, comparatively that's going to be in the documentary. But I'm really glad that it's going to actually be shown on PBS, you know, they're a pretty good station for making people aware. And I do think that the conversation is getting out more. So, yeah. Monica, um, I don't, I don't like watch TV, so I don't have cable and all, but is it going to also be like broadcast on the internet? I don't know if PBS has their programming on the internet. Not sure, but it's called Hush, H-U-S-H. -H. All right. Cause if, if, if like, you know, if, if we can't see it live, um, Send us a lick sometimes. That that that'd be a good thing to you know. That that, that sounds like a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Documentaries are really getting the word out too. Thank goodness it's easier to make. Um, you know, for for a person without the biggest budget to you know to to do to do media things, just like the internet. And that's why things are changing faster, as George was saying, and you, Chandler. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's that's it's just so important to to get the word out and see, um, you know, when it, when it comes to like so much progress has been made with all the documentaries explaining why veganism is better for everyone. For example, there's so many documentaries out there, and that has made a, a significant change, you know. And so, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that things will improve, and the faster the better. So, you know. But yeah, um, I guess we've been talking for an hour and, f and 55 minutes, so I probably need to end this this episode, and you guys will pro probably need to go do other things. But yeah, um, so how about I close this one, guys? Wait a minute. Let's make it two hours. I just want to make <laughs> everyone aware <laughs> that there are two big vegan festivals going on in the L.A. area. One is in San, Ber San Bernardino County. And one is in L.A. County. The one in L.A. County is called Veggie Fest. And the one in San Bernardino County is called Herbivore Festival. And I'm going to be performing in that tomorrow with my sketch group, with a, a, a sketch that I wrote called The Medical Carrot Dispensary. And we're going to have a fun time um, showing people how to make raw carrot uh, recipes as well, raw vegan carrot recipes. So I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, as you were saying, more vegan events are coming up, and I'm I'm part of it. So go to awesome. Urban Art Festival. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good Very info. Cool. I wish I could go to these events. I can't go out yeah. to anything that yeah, I can't go to the summit. <laughs> You can make your own one, Chandler. Make your own one in your local park. What What about that? <laughs> Where is this thing happening at? Uh, in Los Angeles County and San Bernardino. Oh, shit. County. Never mind. I'm about 3,000 miles from there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm across the scene myself, so I wouldn't be able to get across there. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's real. It's really kind of weird, you know. I, I live in a, a strange place, Lee Summit. I'll, I'll have to tell you how strange it is sometime. <laughs> wow, Chandler, yeah. you live in a really red state. I know. Yeah, I, I, I live around creepy people. I don't, I don't really have a good reputation around here. Thank God. I live in a blue you, you state. Got a lot of oh, courage. just turn blue. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are my friends. You're my whole social outlet. You just want you guys to know how much you mean to me. <laughs> Actually, could I say one quick uh, thing, actually, before we end the uh, thing as well, like, on all that? Uh, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, so, basically, um, um, if, like, yeah, women um, sees blokes and all that, and they're strangers and all shit like that, and any blokes that come up to them and they look a bit weird and stuff, just make sure you stay away from them and uh, always use precautions and all that kind of shit, because, uh, you know, you don't want to bloody find yourself down the alley or some shit. Getting fucking... Well, you're right. Someone was helping someone change a tire uh, the other day. And unfortunately, that person tried to abduct the female. So very good to say that. And we don't want to yeah. make people scared, but you just you just have to be aware. And I just yeah. hope that someday, you know, all this sexual stuff is just going to, like, go into to love but I, I just think that there was love more love some years ago yeah it was always going on what we're talking about and now it's on a more massive level because of technology for as good as technology is there's been some negative things that have come from it too but as you were saying George it's you know it's you know a loving a loving act and and Chandler and I we want to stay celibate <laughs> I love hugging and kissing I don't really think that we need to do that act per se because it's I really think it's for procreation that's my opinion um, but uh, yeah just so people are aware like you said it's good because like yeah because be the world has become confused I mean like there's less love in the world because there's more sex and there's a, a huge difference between love and sex you guys are very 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 right on that and it's like me, I'm uh, a virgin myself, like, and all that, and I've never had sex, and Same here. I don't really, I don't really find it that fantastic at all, like, of women, I watch porn and all that kind of shit, but I don't really like um, going out with, socialising with people and all that, I just like sticking with myself and just, uh, yeah, just keeping myself busy, playing video games all day and all that kind of stuff, and that kind of uh, amuses me uh, more than watching women and stuff on the TV and all that kind of shit. Yeah, and ain't yeah. nobody got time for that. <laughs> Look, things that well, being anyway. a virgin myself, yeah, they do the same thing almost. Yeah. Yeah, it, but yeah, you know, I, I think it's it's hard to say. I it, The world may actually be getting better, but because of the internet, we have access to more information of what is going on that's pretty bad, too, so... It's hard to, yeah, that's to, part of the problem. You know, the media will focus so much on what's wrong. You know, we don't get nearly enough of what's going on that's right. Yeah. So we, yeah, we need to look look at the bright side of life. <laughs> Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> oh, life of Brian, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So we have like four celibates on the line at least. Maybe we should talk about that sometime as a topic, Chandler. Oh yeah, yeah. Next time, next in personal opinion, we do. We should we should totally talk about that because oh yeah, man, that's, that's the one where I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> Actually, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger would say that'd be fantastic. <laughs> what? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Arnold. Yeah, I'll get to the chops being Arnold. <laughs> Good. Oh, you guys are so funny. But yeah, anyway. I, 
Yeah. Okay. Are we done? Uh, cause yeah. I sounds good, Chandler. All right. <laughs> well, you've been listening to the Impersonal Opinion podcast, and it, I hope you haven't fallen asleep by now because we've talked a long time. But this is a great <laughs> story to as you're going to sleep, you know, because it sinks in your subconscious. So yeah. Yeah, you might remember some some things if you fall asleep while you're listening to this. I think yeah. Mum's falling asleep at the back. I can hear her snoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you guys are so funny. I think we're entertaining enough that people will listen to this, even though we talked about some uncomfortable issues, and we'll okay. and we'll be talking about more and sharing our impersonal opinions. So um, thank you for listening and goodbye. <laughs>